Welcome to the Data-Driven Security Podcast, Episode Zero. Welcome to Episode Zero, because we start counting at zero, Episode Zero of the Data-Driven Security Podcast. My name is Jay Jacobs, and joining me is Bob Rudis. Bob, how are you? Jay, happy New Year, man. And a happy New Year to you. Happy, happy new podcast to you. Exactly. And you know, I was thinking, you know, just like the day after Christmas is Boxing Day, maybe the day, the day first day of the year could actually be Podcasting Day. It's so a thing. This is, so, are we gonna have like 14 days of Christmas then? Or, or 12, 13 days of Christmas? How about how about the 12 days of podcasting? Starting on January 1st. On January 1st. <laughs> All right. We'll see if that catches on. Well, I want credit for it if it does. Okay. All right. So, Bob, we are kicking off a website and a, a new blog and this podcast. Uh, and originally, we're going to do it around a book that you and I just finished writing. Boom. Um, yeah, actually, we, we finished writing it in November, dude. Right, right. But people don't know that. They're going to think that we're finishing it up now. Well, now they right. know because I just told them. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, so what uh, – well, let, let me ask you this. Maybe we should uh, give a quick background. Does that even matter? Do you think people care what our backgrounds are? I think so because, you know, we're, we're just two bozos who wrote a book if we don't tell them who we are. And, and even if we tell them who we are, we're still just two bozos who wrote a book. That's where I was going. So you just took you stole my. Oh, mind. I'm sorry. That's that okay. Was your punchline. All That's right. all right. No, we got we got the punchline. That's all that matters. Okay. So, uh, so who is Jay Jacobs? Oh, so I um, I've been in the industry quite quite a while. Information security. Uh, I spent a number of years working in and around cryptography as an engineer, uh, not as a hard you know crypto math guy, just as an engineer implementing key management systems and things like that. Um. And I, I swapped over to look at risk management, risk analysis, and quickly realized, uh, you know, doing crypto, I quickly realized that the math is essentially a problem solved and that we've got this bigger question of key management, um, which leads to risk management, right? What, what are the questions that, uh, how do we measure how much risk we have to, to make these decisions? And so that brought me into this world of, of measuring risk and researching that within the information security world has been really interesting and it it brought me to the conclusion that uh, risk analysis is really just a form of data analysis and so I've I've spent the last uh, few years or so focusing on data analysis and that of course led me to data visualization and of course then to our our partnership and so that's that's where we are now I'm currently working at Verizon on the data breach investigation report the team who puts that out. So that is my day job. So it, it's your day job and and your night job and, and and your morning job and your afternoon job, from what I can tell. But that's yeah. okay. Yeah. And the weekend job and the yeah. right. Because well, um, that, that Wade Baker's a slave driver. He he is a persuasive fella. He cracks the whip. <laughs> and and I respect that. So as as a minion driver myself, I I respect the whole like cracking the whip thing. Right. Yes, he's very good at it. So, uh, so who is Bob Rudis? Tell, Bob tell Rudis. about Bob. Yeah. So, um, 
let's see, my my career in security started way, way, way back in college um, as someone who actually was breaking vax machines, um, and nearly, and and nearly getting kicked out of school doing it. Um, and for a while, I kind of threw myself into programming and realized there's no way on earth that I'd want to just spend you know 18, 20 hours a day just coding and doing nothing but coding. So. Uh, did a whole bunch of things in and around security, systems administration, kind of that whole jack-of-all-trades thing that we're sort of missing these days and in, in, with these new kids coming out of school. And uh, been doing security in enterprises for way too long. Uh, spent a, a bunch of years at Johnson & Johnson. And big shout-out to anybody from there listening right now. And I am presently in charge of IT risk management uh, at Liberty Mutual, where my team does both that risk stuff that you were talking about, but we focus mm -hmm. a lot on data. We we crunch logs, we grab PCAPs, we do visualizations, we do all sorts of good stuff. And um, and you know, I think it was the uh, the Sierra and Metricon stuff that I think hooked us up together, and we kind of realized that we both had similar interests, and you know, that just kind of started everything. Right, and and the first. I don't know if it was the first big thing, but we did a, a talk at RSA uh, last year in 2013, uh, and we had we had been talking about writing a book before that. Because yep. remember, we uh, we had talked with Pact Publishing and um, looking at doing maybe a book on R or something like that. And then we did the talk at RSA, uh, and this wonderful lady, uh, Carol, came up afterwards and she said, "Hi, I'm Nathan Yao's publisher." Nathan. Nathan Yao. Nathan. So he uh, and for for anybody who doesn't know Nathan Yao, he uh, ha at that time his second book was just about to hit the shelf. Um, his first book, uh, boy, what are the titles, Bob? Uh, Data Points was his most recent book. Yep, and Visualize This is the yeah. first one. Uh, and they're they're both. He runs the the website flowingdata.com, and they're they're both books on data visualization, and so. I was very familiar with his first book, um, really tremendous book for getting started in visualization. He, and, and he so, also is incredibly talented as well, too. Yeah, yeah really great website, flowingdata.com. And uh, so uh, she said that, and of course I was like, oh, I loved his first book, and I can't wait for his second book. And, and then she said, I, I was wondering if you two, and you weren't there, right? You were off talking to other people. Yeah, there was all these groupies hanging around me. Um, right, yeah. right. And, and I just had Carol. And... Um, <laughs> So that she said, I was wondering if you two would be interested in uh, in writing a book on the topic you just spoke about because we talk, spoke a lot about data visualization, right? Yeah, we. I, I mean, our talk was more about visualization and introducing, you know, kind of the infosec world to kind of how how to do stuff right, um, and or at least do it differently than maybe they currently are doing, or providing a good background for that. And I guess she just liked the way that we had the materials presented and, you know, how we actually did the presentation. And of course, uh, just our pure charismatic uh, ability or whatever. Well, it's probably, I'm sure the bald bald head thing had something to do with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's our hairstyles. Yeah. Um, so, but that kicked off uh, actually quite a quite a long discussion and negotiation and all that good stuff. Um, and the first the first uh, book that we submitted to them, uh, they rejected. Thankfully. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good good point. Thankfully, they rejected that. It was just pure visualization. Yep, and, of, and, of, of infosec related stuff. Yeah. And honestly, um, that's a little 
it, I, th I think looking back, I think that's a little bit of a silly topic, you know, because there's no, there's not a shortage of visualization uh, educational material on the market right now. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of a wash in that, and it's interesting that a lot of the that the folks uh, like like Andy Kirk, um, as an example, and um, Alberto Cairo, you know, they you know just about the time when our book our first book premise was getting rejected, they were starting to do a bunch of blog posts and presentations, um, including thing, including statements like, well, we don't really need any more books that tell people how to do this basic stuff because it's already that it's already it's already been done like 300 times. So maybe we should just focus on you know how to actually kind of do stuff in the disciplines and doing data analysis and applying this kind of stuff. Right, right. And so we submitted our second proposal. Right, and they they bid on that one. They took that one. Yeah, yeah. That, and and actually, I have to say, actually having them who you know having you know Wiley as as a publisher, having the resources of the the folks there who kind of do books on a regular basis, and have been doing this for a very long time. You know, having having their expertise and having you know their sense of what works and doesn't work, I thought was a huge help throughout the whole process. Absolutely, yeah. And it was relatively painless. I mean, as painless as writing a book. Could possibly be so that that's like that, that that's as painless as having like a nail driven through your foot and walking on it for nine months could possibly be. Right. Exactly. Okay. Just so yes. we're clear on that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, you know, it was a good clean nail. Uh, you know, very very localized pain, uh, managed well by the publisher. Um, you know, I mean, it, it, all said and done, it was it was relatively smooth. No, I I, I definitely agree. Um, the uh, ha having deadlines was 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 a really good motivator. Um, actually, as folks will probably see um, on on one of the in inaugural blog posts that we have, um, we, we we did quite a bit of work, and you can see when when we did that work, or maybe maybe the few times when we weren't doing work. Um, right. You know the. Uh, well, let, let, let's talk about that blog post. Yeah. So the how how we wrote the book was through GitHub. Right. Yeah, that was, and that worked out super well. It was fantastic. So there was no, we didn't email documents around. We didn't wonder who had the latest version. It, it, you know, just a code repository for the material in the book was just fantastic. And uh, so because of that, uh, and because we used GitHub, we had access to our logs. And yeah, people... Which, which we didn't figure out until like the very end. Right, right. If we would have, we would have had much better comments on our check-ins. Yes. Um, but, you know, people in information security are no strangers to logs, right? We have no shortage of, of that source of material. We, we sort of gravitate toward them, actually, yeah. And uh, so we, we've, we grabbed all of those logs from the entire period, in addition, even before we actually signed a contract, right? Yes, we actually did. So there's some there's some filler material at the beginning, and um, and then the the whole process of writing it. So we created uh, two visualizations for the first blog post, right? In D3, let's make sure we tell people how. In D3, yep. So it's it's kind of funny because in the book we talk about I think maybe what seventy percent are. Yeah, um, I mean the the book kind of introduces you know some of the the more data analytics and visualization capabilities of both R and Python, but you're right we we really took the opportunity to try to introduce R to the InfoSec community where you know it isn't really used as heavily as some other languages are, and um, yeah and there's just a smidgen of uh, I would say D3 in it or or, or different like types of things besides R. 
like one section or something like that, right? Yeah, there, there, there's a brief section that talks about how to make basic visualizations, and there's a, a dynamic visualization built in it as well, too. In the what book. is that? Is that chapter... Uh, chapter 11. 11, of course. So chapter 11 goes into that. But um, So yeah, D3, it's a, a JavaScript-based library for web-based interactive visualization. Is that a good I, I summary? Think, I, I think that is, is definitely a good summary. The the only, actually, with D3, I think what's interesting, uh, how does uh, uh, Bostock describe it? It's uh, uh, for uh, explore, not exploratory, explanatory visuals. I think, right? yeah, I think so, yeah. And so, I mean, the, the difference is for exploratory visuals, you want to be able to create a whole bunch rather quickly. Right, but once you understand the story, once you know the type of message that you want to give, then you want to go to something like D3. You don't want to do prototypes in D3. At least I don't at this yeah, point. I, I I totally agree. I mean, I I still do most of my work in R. I, I don't focus on Python a whole lot, although I kind of clean up data probably more in Python than, than I do in R. Though I kind of maybe do a, a fair amount of both. Um, but I, I tend to do most of the actual core, like let's what is this data all about stuff, what does some of the viz look like stuff in R, and anything that would be would benefit from the use of D3, or if I want to turn it into an SVG, SVG that I have more control over, definitely turn to D3 as, as, as the, the best toolbox to use for that. Yep. Okay, so back to the blog post. We did two posts. Uh, the first one, should we say who did what? Um, uh, we I, well, we did a post with two with two sections, right? Right, right. Yeah, and so I I think I think it's okay to say who did what, just because yours is so so much more cool than mine. I I like boxes though. I, the heat maps yeah. are my favorite. So I, I I did the heat map one in the beginning, and and what that shows, we looked at when we made commits. You know, what day of the week and what hour of the day to try and figure out what kind of patterns there were. You know, um, Bob was a little bit more of a night owl or morning owl, early morning, and uh, not so much during the work day. And I was uh, pretty much every day through the work week, through the weekend, uh, and not so much into the late evening or early morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of envious, too, because when we started looking at this, um, you know, you know, it was obvious that you got more sleep than I did, but um, <laughs> during the whole writing of the book process. But then we we started poking at others, and this isn't part of the blog post, but you know, we, we we took the same heat map and started taking a look at other folks' yeah. logs. And you know, it turns out that you you can actually tell you know who has coding as a day job, you know, from from or who's goofing yeah. off on their day job. <laughs> well, probably sure. for that matter uh, by 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 taking a look at the actual commits from there. So it's it's a pretty interesting bit of metadata about about the programming that goes on. Yep. Yep. And then the second post, which I yes. think is just fantastic. I just yes. saw it today. The second, uh, not post, the second visual. Yeah. So the second visualization is just a simple scatter plot. He he he's overstating what it is. The scatter plots are awesome. First of all, just because they're scatter plots, but they're basic stuff. Like there there's not a lot of rocket science to them. And um, the second one covers, you know, so whereas Jay's talks about, you know, Sunday through Saturday, you know, midnight to you know to 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 the morning. The the other one covers you know the whole span of the book, so it covers around July fifteenth, you know, when we started doing production stuff. So this this is this isn't any of the pre work that we were doing ahead of time. This is all the actual hardcore. Yes, we're writing chapters, we're we're cranking out stuff, and it's just showing the number of files uh, per commit and per day, and sums it all up and gives you a chance to interact with it to see, you know, what chapters were worked on when and how many files were associated with it. 
Um, and just kind of gives you, will give folks an idea of, you know, just the amount of, of stuff that went into the book. And, you know, the, these files could actually be the Word docs, they could be the, you know, associated R files or Python files, or even some of the data files, like, you know, a whole bunch of, you know, the VCDB work is in there and some other things are in there too. Yep. Yep. So that's our, that's our first post, and uh, this is our first podcast, and uh, we've, we've got a book and a website. And uh, the book is coming out, what, the 17th, I think, Jay? Since February, we do February probably 17th. need to shill the book a little bit. Yeah, well, we don't need to. Well, it would probably be a good thing. I mean, it, it, I, yeah. 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 It's I, a good book. I think it's pretty good, yeah. And uh, you know, I, I really hope that people buy it. I'm really looking forward to uh, getting some uh, a candy bar or something from the royalties. Wow, I was I was shooting for some Pez, but that's okay. If you if you if you can get a candy bar with that, that'd be great. So yeah, so let's uh, shill the book so we can get an extra four cents or something. Yeah. Um, the uh, and just the resources for the book. Um, will all be on Wiley's site. They're going to have all sorts of stuff about it, but you can you know, head over to datadrivensecurity.info to get to book the book, the podcast, and the blog, and grab so, stuff from up front and follow what goes along there too. And that's a that's an interesting distinction, though. I mean, the there's the book website is not really the website we're kicking up, right? Oh, not at all. No, we're we're, uh, we're the, the like we're 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 kind of taking the book. And just going from there, right? The, the, this is where, where folks in information security, and if you're just curious in general, because you know, like what we did today with with the, the GitHub post, that's kind of generic. But if there's some good, good techniques in the D3 stuff that folks can grab just by looking at the source there. Um, now, the, you know, expanding resources, right? You know, how to do the visualizations, how to look at data analysis, what questions to answer. You know, bring in you know interesting folks in for, from the field um, that are doing some cool stuff with data analysis and visualization. You know, kind of it's that whole security data science um, introduction and and kind of continuing that discussion and helping folks understand what it is. Yeah, fantastic. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit, Bob. But do you have any um, ideas for upcoming posts that you'd want to discuss now? Wow, he did that. I um, did. I didn't want to put you on the spot. And you can just say it's going to be a surprise. That's what I would say. Yes. Yeah, so that is what you would say. Um, I, I would. I would. I, I, I realize that. And I, I was actually thinking. Um, so you remember what we did? Uh, one of our first actual projects, projects together, which was the zero access stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was thinking that one of the the posts might be to kind of de deconstruct the so I, I, and as Jay likes to point out to me on on a regular basis, I, I, I tend to over explain things or maybe I go in depth or I just like to explain things, which is a um, great quality. Don't get me wrong. No, it is. I know he 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 just he just yells at me a lot about it. So, um, and and I and I, I'm really hypersensitive to it now. But the um. I thought maybe kind of taking a look at a fresh look at that uh, with some you know more new, more modern D three ness since we did a lot of it in R before and uh, kind of just showing folks you know more the whys the hows and you know, so kind of repurposing it but kind of taking it into a different direction and, and showing folks some 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 more D three vids. So are you going to use the the data set uh, that we got from Semantic? Yep, we're I, th I think we're going to take that um, and kind of play with it a little more. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, so doing that in D three would be fantastic. So, all right. And and, and yeah, I think uh, I think along with that, if folks have any 
because uh, I, I we've had a we had a few questions. I wouldn't say a lot. Um, you know, since we since we started writing the book, folks are asking us what the book's about, how, and you know, how do we get started? And like folks are asking us how would how can they get started in doing the security data science stuff. So I guess I would also offer that if there's any topics folks want us to cover, um, they can hit us both up on on Twitter or other means. You know, you can just you know, email us in general to anything at datadrivensecurity.info because it all just kind of goes to me right now. And uh, or hit us up on Twitter. You know, Jay Jay is Jay Jacobs. I am Harbor Master, and just follow the shield, and you'll find me. And um, yeah, because if folks have burning questions or they want us to cover certain topics, I think that would be a good thing to do too. Or, and I think that this might be important, if anybody is listening uh, to this inaugural episode and they work with data, um, reach out to us because uh, chances are we hope to probably find everybody and anybody doing this stuff and have them on the podcast. But uh, we do want to focus heavily on guests and, and broadening uh, our discussion here with other people. Because just Bob and I can get a little boring, um, you know. We are, yeah. We, it can get a lot boring, and right. and and truthfully, there are so many extremely cool people out there, yeah. doing really wicked awesome stuff that we definitely need to make sure that that folks get introduced to them. They can follow what they're doing. Um, you know, may, maybe kind of do side projects with them as well. There's there's a lot of folks out there that we want to try to hi highlight and expose. And, and in, a, in a good way. In a good way. In a, in a huge good way because I think that the you know, from, you know, like I said, I've been in information security for a, a large number of years, and um, recently I've been branching out, and so have you been getting into the uh, data analysis community and the uh, data visualization community, and it's a, uh, it, it's almost like night and day. You know, the uh, the the level of, um, I guess, you know, in security there's a, a lot of, I don't know what the word would be, distrust or. Uh, very quick to point out failures, you know. Um, I'm trying to think of how to word that correctly. You know what I'm saying, though? Um, I, I think there is a, a high degree of skepticism. That's right? the word. Thank you. Skepticism. Yeah. 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 Uh, and in the data analysis community, that's uh, almost the, the an opposite type thing. There, there's a huge degree of um, support. And, and there's definitely that in security, too, you know, like the whole B-Sides thing, a huge amount of support at those events um, for people getting to know each other and things like that. But I think just the data analysis community is just so much about uh, support and helping each other and finding the good and helping develop the good. Because this, th this industry, I think, is actually uh, probably just as, if not a little bit more young than the InfoSec community. Um, you know, the, the notion of data science is relatively new, uh, with a huge amount of uh, road in front of them, right? There is so much uh, yet left to discover and do. Uh, it's similar within InfoSec, and so I think um, I think it's going to be a good marriage. It's going to be a good union between the two. Oh, I, I definitely, and I think we're going to start seeing uh, more really useful, practical tools, uh, products, even coming out for InfoSec that is based on the principles of just data science in general, but with infusing, you know, the security domain expertise into that, which is why we call it security, you know, the data science. Yep. And and that's, the, you know, when we start to see that happening and being that infused more within organizations, that's definitely going to really kick up our ability to help defend, you know, organizations in ways that we, we can't just do it right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope that we can uh, have some of those people in the products on. 
So, so if you're if you're out there, that was a rather long way to say if you're out there uh, doing anything around this area, please reach out. Let us know. We'd love to have the discussion, uh, have you on and talk to you about the things that you do and the things that you've learned. Yeah, or if you're uncomfortable with the whole podcast and eventual video podcast we'll be doing, uh, definitely don't hesitate to try to hit us up to be like a blog poster or whatever too because we're definitely doing blog post stuff because we we have a pretty interesting way that we're doing both the podcast and yeah. and the, the the blog we're we're not doing wordpress we're not icky php we're we're not doing that awful ruby stuff that people jump into we we have a pretty good static site thing going on with pelican and python and it it's definitely something that folks can easily just jump into. All it needs is a you know a GitHub ID and jumping onto our GitHub and start start writing some markdown. So. Well, they could they could uh, uh, fork the repo and uh, do a, a pull request. Yeah, absolutely. Which is probably the way we'll do it. So, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, and and we we may actually do a blog post on the blog and podcast and setup as well too at some point. But yeah, so if you're if you're audio shy or video shy, you know, and as long as you as long as you're not word shy, you, there, there's a way to contribute. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I think uh, I think we could probably wrap up this inaugural episode. We meant it to be short, like five or ten minutes, right? And we're probably well beyond that. We are significantly beyond that. All right. Well, thank you, Bob. This is going to be exciting. Yeah, it's definitely exciting, Jay. And a happy New Year again, man. Yep. Happy New Year to you.